Have you set a course for your life? Do you do that every day? Knowing what you want is intention. Knowing how to get there is a study in conscious action. This is a show about living consciously. It is about our choices, our hopes, our dreams, our work, our loves, our vision, and the practice of healing and becoming. Welcome to Cruising in the Light and Shadow. I am Sheila Marie, also known as Kicha. And I am Inanna Moon. Hello. Hello. And this is our first video podcast. And Exciting. It <laughs> is. And um, we have a guest here, Noel Orput, who happens Welcome, to Noel. be... Thank you. <laughs> he happens to be one of my partners in Laughing House Productions. And the reason we have Noel here is because... Um, we have been talking, Ninan and I have been talking about having a show on dating. And also, this is the episode just before Valentine's Day, so how appropriate. Yes, <laughs> and please excuse me, I still have the cold, so I have a um, cough drop in my mouth. <laughs> but Now um, everyone can see. <laughs> yes. But um, we were talking about, you know, that that is definitely one of the topics we want to talk about is dating. Definitely. And um, I thought, for science, I'm going to go on online dating. And I was talking to Noel and my other partners about it. And, um, and they convinced me, you know, go for it, do it. And, uh, and then I talked to Inanna, and I'm like, okay, I'm going to do it for science. I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. And I said, but Noel, you know, Noel's done the online dating thing. And Anana wow. said, well, why don't you invite him to the show? Right. This is lucky because I'm an old married lady. So it's not that I wouldn't do online dating, but I have some opposition at home to, <laughs> yeah, he probably to wouldn't my like dating. No, he wouldn't be thrilled by that. So. so thank you for being on the show to talk about. Thank you for having me. That. About our time, the modern help. times, oh, yeah. too. Dating, dating in this age Ooh, yeah. as well. <laughs> I, I bear the scars of online dating. <laughs> no, it's not that bad. But um, I do have experience in it, yes. How long have you, go ahead. How long have you been online dating? Oh, man. Um, this feels like a support group. Um, <laughs> I, I, gosh, I guess... I mean, it's it, I sort of am on again, off again. Um, so I guess I would say for maybe five years. Okay. Yeah. And did you try? It's not. I don't think you have to name the services, but no. did you try? Sure. There are did many. you try different services or have yes. you stay, stayed with one? Yes, I did. I, I don't know if I should mention uh, which ones I've tried, but I've, I've tried a handful. Unless um, they want to be our sponsor. Of no. ones. Right. <laughs> um, but yeah, I've, I've tried, uh, I would say probably five or six five different six. ones. And oh, there, there are many, good. many, oh, many. So there are like probably hundreds that are out there. So, so that's not a ton. Oh, yes. Um, so yeah, I, I guess I've tried some of the bigger ones that, that most people would be familiar with. Then at least I'm going to ask, do you have tips for people if they're thinking about trying online dating mm, the tips um well again it depends which site you're on some have a more kind of comprehensive you know uh breakdown of, of who you are and what you're looking for um others are are more just kind of photo based um you know sites like tinder <laughs> which everyone of course is familiar with um, so those tend to be, you know, just more kind of based on looks and not so much on intention, as you speak of, and in, in what are you looking for, right, in a relationship. Right. Um, so 
I think for me, it's it's being clear first before you start online dating. It's being clear on what you are looking for, because you can find you know Makes whatever sense. you're looking for, you can find um, on a respective site um, that's geared towards that. You know, so if you're just looking for casual dating, you can find a site for that. If you are looking for you know a long term committed relationship leading to marriage, they're going to there be are sites, sites for that. Yes, that. You know, they're they're taking blood samples and fingerprints. <laughs> oh and, my! You know, it's a very thorough. You know, there are some that yeah. The the you <laughs> they know, mean business. The online survey is you know takes two or three hours to to complete. Um, but then again, you know your you know the people that you're being matched up with are uh, you're potentially going to be quite compatible. And with, is it so. free? Um, a lot are free now. Um, that's really? kind of the one. The only ones that I use are are free. I have tried the ones that you pay for, and I feel like I've gotten pretty much the same results from paid sites versus oh versus free sites. So, um, yeah, Good but you know. can, yeah, the more thorough ones you do pay for, like eHarmony, um, Match, you know, you, you pay for that. They do have a free version of Match as well. So, I see. yeah, so again, that's kind of what are you, yeah, what can you afford, <laughs> right? What's in, <laughs> in your budget? Age, yeah. yeah, but um, um, I gravitate more towards the free ones. All yeah. right. Mm -hmm. And you've had some success. I have. I have. I've, I've had some, some really great success. Uh, and I've had some, you know, uh, comedically tragic uh, experiences <laughs> as well. But, um, but again, uh, so I obviously focus on, on the, the wonderful people that I have met. We might need an anecdote or two without well, names. Of well, <laughs> but well, maybe you can't. <laughs> Noel is a writer, director, producer, and actor. So I'm sure those experiences you use. Um, yes. I mean, I guess they, they have inspired uh, certain scripts that I've written, yes. uh, scenarios that I've written for sure. I, I obviously change the, the names to protect to protect those people. Um, <laughs> but no, they're, they're inspirations for, for my work, uh, for sure. I, I tend to gravitate towards stories that are about um, people, you know, connecting with other people. And um, so that tends to be how people are meeting and I'm connecting meeting. these days. Um, so yeah, it definitely is a part of my work. But you had asked, uh, Inanna, you wanted, if, if there's any stories? In yes, hand? that's what I was asking. <laughs> that, that maybe are the not The question in stands, <laughs> but maybe some something, <laughs> something you can tell about. Um, we will get to the successes, but in <laughs> perhaps in the way it doesn't work Quite. or what maybe even what kinds of people you both of you wh what you I, would I think <laughs> no not on not just oh. online dating maybe there are people that should not try online dating oh. um, I mean I think I think again for me it's you never know you you know you you can read someone's profile and it can be the most thorough you know character breakdown that you've read but you really never know until you meet somebody in person so right. i think for me the you know kind of the the funny stories that i have um have just been you know i mean you get a you create an image of what you see in a picture of someone yes. um so you you know enter with an idea preconceived idea of who that person might be uh and that can tend to be uh very different from from who they actually <laughs> yeah. are so you know until you meet in person you don't you don't know how compatible you are and what your chemistry because level i'm thinking will be, but. i'm thinking this would you would really need to know yourself or you hope you know yourself when you're describing yourself yes 
that can be that can be difficult. That's mm. challenging as well, especially on the ones that are you know kind of limited. Um, it's just like write yes. a description of yourself, you know, rather than questions Maybe that you're answering. Specific, you know, smoker, or non-smoker. When you just have to say who you are, that's that's a difficult uh, thing. So I guess mm-hmm. in that sense, it helps being a writer um, because you know you can kind of figure out or try to figure out what what people you know. Um, get interested by or excited about. Um, yeah. And something that Anand and I were talking about with the dating, texting. Oh, yes. So yes. now it's all about texting, right? It, yes. Mm-hmm. So how do you, because, it, I mean, you can say whatever you want in texting, but is there the chemistry in the text? Do you pick up the phone and actually talk to the person mm-hmm. and then go meet them? Mm-hmm. Or is it just off text? Uh, totally uh, varies based on, you know, the person I've, I've sort of, I've actually had all those experiences. Um, my feature film that I wrote was sort of inspired by, I had connected, um, with someone on a site and we had been, you know, passing emails back and forth and, um, emails, not texting. Not texting. No, Ooh, we were emailing, emailing, and then and then it progressed to texting. It's so silly, you know. Then you share your <laughs> number with that person. Then you're texting, um, and so we sort of fell into the trap of of our schedules not aligning because we did want to meet mm-hmm. in person, um, but it it became this back and forth. And some people call it like we were in the secretary zone where it was just like, "What is your schedule?" And oh, I'm not free this day, but I can't do this day. Can you, you know? So it was this back and forth of just trying to find a time when we could meet. Um, and so that inspired uh, this this movie that I made, which is because I was getting frustrated. I was like, I just want to meet and just figure out, you know, if the chemistry is there. Um, so why can't we be, you know, why don't we have a phone conversation? Why don't we maybe Skype so right. we can actually, you know, see the other person and and just see where it goes from there. So that was kind of the the genesis of of my film first which comes is called like first, first comes like yeah so first, first comes like i love the title yeah but yeah. i but i totally i mean i'm big on i mean it's silly but i i'm big on you know just the sound of someone's voice you know and so even yeah, talking on the right. phone i think is is a nice you know progression from you know you can text but i do like you know talking on the phone before you meet and mm-hmm. um yeah. So. And then what do you do? Do you meet for coffee? Do you do dinner? Oh man, that's that's again. You know, some people are like, don't you know? And a lot of women will just say on their profile, like, don't ask me to coffee. You oh, know, really? Very very specific on what they do or do not want to do. Take um, me to Disney. Which which is always good to know. Um, no, so it, yes, at least they've put it right out there what they. Yeah. What they do I mean, and I think expect. again, it's if you if you have enough time communicating before you meet, I think you can get a sense of. You know, do we want to meet for, are we going to commit to a dinner, you know, where we're locked into, you know, an hour, hour, hour and a half, <laughs> potentially. And who pays? Um, or do we, well, no, that, that's one of my funny stories, actually. Um, yes, I was, yeah, uh, that's a longer story. Go ahead, probably. go for yeah. it. Go ahead, yeah. <laughs> well, I had this, that was one of my comedically tragic uh, oh. <laughs> oh, good. meetings that, that does have a title. It's called, well, because um, all my friends that I told it to were like, you got to write this into like a one-act play. Um, and the title would be Cold Pressed Juice. Um, <laughs> but anyways, it's a long story. But it basically it ended with I didn't we I was meeting this person for the first time, essentially to see if we wanted to go out on a quote unquote date. Um, 
because we had just met on uh, it was on Tinder actually, so we had only seen pictures of so each other. Yes. Date, so it was kind of a prelim, yeah, oh. preliminary date, uh, I guess you would call it. And so we met at a coffee shop, and I I had gotten there before her because I was doing some writing before, so I had already bought my coffee, and then she came and joined me. And she wound up buying her coffee. So the fact that I did not buy her coffee turned into a major issue. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, so we kind of, like, got into it because oh. I didn't buy her coffee. Like, I was right like, there I then? don't even – we're just meeting for the first <laughs> she time. A, she had a checklist already. She <laughs> did. That was her deal breaker. Um, but mm. it, was a, it was a very long 15-minute um, <laughs> 15 minutes. That, wow. Uh, yeah, so I'm kind of glad so. I saved that that two dollars. Um, <laughs> well, I look forward to the one act play. <laughs> yes, look for cold press juice. Off, what, off, off, probably. What we had been talking about, as far as texting and ways of communicating with someone who's a potential partner, um, is that um, I do intuitive sessions with people and spiritual consultations and um, advice and so Mm -hmm. forth. But for the last many years, I've noticed that in those relationships, um, I've had a lot of clients basically come in. So this is not about any one client, just to let you know, there have been many and it might be helpful. Yes, including (laughs) Sheila Marie. I've had many come in and say, well, I've been dating and I would say the majority of my clients are women but there are men as well and both men and women will come in and say um, for instance I've been dating this person for a while and it could at first I might not even know how long they've been dating then I find out some things but but I've been dating, dating this person for a while and I ask about how they communicate and relate to one another, and sometimes, not always, but sometimes I will hear, well, um, we text a lot of the time. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, so you mean in between dates you text? It's like, well, lately it's become all texting. Mm -hmm. And um, I I think what I'm doing also is asking a man's point of view, (laughs) Mm -hmm. which you're welcome to share. Mm -hmm. Um, But what I've noticed is after all of these years, most of the relationships where it's the majority of the relationship is in texting or at least the majority of communication, and when it gets to a point of difficulties either for my client sitting there or on the other side, all they've done is text one another they never arrange a meeting. It's almost like trying to pick up mercury <laughs> to mm-hmm. get to get a meeting to happen. And it usually leaves, we've talked, Sheila Marie and I have talked about, um, you know, w- women are, are <laughs> we jump ahead. We, we can see ourselves there in that relationship. Mm-hmm. We can see ourselves sharing a home, a dog, um, <laughs> a life. Um, and... I my what I'm seeing is that um, whether it's a man or a woman, one in the relationship may be ready to go forward. The other person really just wants to continue dating and keeping it light and easy, casual. but very casual. Thank you. Mm. And um, <laughs> and um, I'm going to put it this way: many men will not say that 
they mm. won't say, or or maybe they are, and the woman isn't hearing it. That could well be it too. Mm-hmm. Um, but it seems to me that if your relationship is predominantly texting, you're not building that relationship very easily. There's no. Mm. The, it's the level of intimacy that is not there because of the distance mm-hmm. of texting. Yeah, I I would agree. I am. Um, I guess. I, I mean. I think it's definitely generational um, in terms of modes of mm-hmm. communication and what we what we prefer. I mean. I I I'm definitely more uh, calling over texting, especially once I am you know dating uh, someone in a relationship with someone. I. Yeah, and, but even with friends, you know, I, I really only text if it's a quick. I don't like getting into conversations. Long, yeah, I notice that in our group conversations. Texting. I mean, I don't have the patience just to be typing <laughs> and I get frustrated because I'm hitting the wrong, you know, things are misspelled. And so for me, I would much rather pick up the phone because I've had many experiences where, you know, I think texting, because you don't hear a tone of voice mm-hmm. and you don't hear inflection and all that, exactly. you, you know, you read, you put your own subtext, you know, to a text. Um, so things can be misinterpreted and you sarcasm know, does not sometimes read. No, absolutely. So I would much, you know, I'm, I'm much quicker to pick up the phone and, and talk and hear somebody's voice. And, and Noel's phone number, ladies. Teasing. No, but what I, well, yes. And so but the, one of the reasons people would come to me then is I'll see, I'll be handed a phone and women love to talk and communicate mm-hmm. and are very women are very expressive so I'll see the, the scrolling <laughs> down of a long oh. paragraphs and then two word answer and then another long paragraph <laughs> and, and I'm being asked what does that mean what do you think that means what does he want what, is, <laughs> what doesn't he want what should I do <laughs> he said hi what does that what mean, does that mean? <laughs> I find women love the all caps too there's a lot of all caps where, oh, yes. you, where the, the voice is being raised. Oh. <laughs> oh, you got all like, caps. Why are you yelling at me through the text? Um, Please know this is not bashing. This is this no. is from experience. Of, no, of but that you know that that was that was an issue in a relationship that I had because I am someone as well when I'm working. I don't have my phone. I don't I keep my phone on. Oh, you know, right. so I'll turn my phone off for periods of time, or I'll have it you know on silent. Um, cause I'm just, I, if I get too distracted by things that, and that isn't good for me. So mm-hmm. I will take periods of time where I'm away from my phone. And I think people are so used to this instant gratification and response where you send a text and it's, if it's more than five yes. minutes, you know, we start going into our brains of like, why haven't they responded? Oh, that's true. What's Head going talk. on? Where are they? What are, you know, all those things that we create. Is he thinking too much about the Is answer? And so that was an issue, you know, where right. she's like, I don't, I have my phone on me. I don't know why you don't. And, I just was like, I don't know why this is, you know, it, it, it created a much bigger issue than it actually was. But but that can be, that's very that's difficult. That's true of men and women. Wow. It almost, I've mm-hmm. noticed the phone can become a form of a leash almost. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is. And yeah. I've gone on, uh, I guess, dates or whatever when I had my, my ex-boyfriend. It's like, uh, he was younger. Um, all of his friends had the phone there and they were all just like looking and it's like well why are we all gathered here if we're not like even talking to each other and then it, it, we'd be facebooking each other as we were sitting there while you're like, sitting really? there right. in person yeah right? mm-hmm. and yeah, i just so. yeah it's like I'm, hi i'm here okay 
Yeah. Doesn't work for me. Well, this is old-fashioned me, but it was something um, you and I talked about also was was something from my mother and from my grandmother's was watch out for having too many people involved in your relationship. That al- that's also something mm-hmm. I've seen with people who've come in and said, well, I talked to 15 girlfriends and I talked to six other guys and so on forth. On Facebook. But it, yeah, and on Facebook, because then they start commenting too. And so the person you're <laughs> hoping to have the relationship with um, is now involved in this big community on a one-on-one relationship mm-hmm. so you look like you <laughs> you have some experience in yes dealing with that right. yes that can that's just another you know dark side of the inter internet and of social, social media, media. And, you well, know, do you stay friends with you, them on facebook after your break because I've, I've stayed mm, friends with some of your i mean I, I i kind of despise that that's even a part of what we have to think about you know because it's like yes you end a relationship which you know causes enough pain as it is but then you have to be worried about well are we going to still be friends on facebook and And do i hide them from my wall but you you know just all of that it's Mm. um and it's it's hard you know i think again it just depends on the person and some people can you know still remain friends with exes and and see their life you know on their wall and pictures and others just kind of need to close that door close and that door. um right you know so i guess i'm i it just depends on the, on the relationship and the circumstances and all of that but and that's a big one when you i don't know why it's a big one when you unfriend somebody from facebook it's like mm-hmm. i didn't even know final you could know when someone unfriended this is how much i'm on right. facebook i guess well and i had a i actually had a date where um the woman friended me before we met for our date. Oh, she was stalking um, you. So I didn't. And for me, I was like, well, I don't, wow. I haven't yeah. met this person yet. So I don't know if I want to <laughs> friend them and have them, you know, because you can read every, anything into, you. Yes. you know, you start looking through someone's photo library and you can, you know, read anything That's you want so into true, things yeah. that you see. So I, I feel like you have to, you know, develop some form of a relationship before you open mm-hmm. that, that portal. And that was that was a big thing for her. She was very offended that I didn't friend her before we had actually met. So I found myself kind of defending. My, <laughs> I was like, "Well, I just, you know," and had to explain. And then it became, "Well, what are you hiding?" You know. And I'm like, I don't. I'm not, I don't know. Yeah, we were suddenly, you know, on you know the eighth date, and it was just our first. You know, <laughs> I was like, I, "I'm not. I'm not hiding anything from you. I don't even know who you are. We're just meeting." If you, you know? if we are to continue, how am I supposed to? If you... Yeah. So. That brings me then to something else, which I've had to talk. Um, um, it's been my privilege, actually, to talk to with people about um, preparing to date. And are you prepared yes. to date? And have you done any work to heal from the last relationship or relationships you've been in? And um, you don't have to be, I, I certainly don't believe you have to be perfectly healed to be in a relationship. No, that happens often while you're dating or married or mm-hmm. whatever the situation is. But, um, but what are, yeah, <laughs> I, would, I would like to talk to some about some of the topics as far as just getting yourself in a place where you feel like you're ready 
um, certainly if you feel a yearning to, <laughs> to meet someone new and have someone in your life, that would be a signal. But is it, are you in a place where you don't, it's, it's that you don't want to be alone with yourself or you're fearful for a variety of reasons and you want someone else to fill a space or a gap um, if there's no if there's no or less fear you're going to let that person be themselves is my feeling mm-hmm. um, and you'll welcome the differences and you'll welcome what's similar um, there'll be more of an easygoing quality but um, there are there are plenty of people who are still holding hurts and mm-hmm. there's pain and tension right from the get-go I think it's um for me, I've been trying to look at my patterns. Like this is, this is, I've done this, this has not worked for me. Mm-hmm. And in my last, whatever it was, um, I started noticing, oh, I'm, wait, that's, that's that pattern I do. Okay, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I'm doing it. Okay, not going to do that. I'm going to do it. And then I, I did actually walk away when, before falling mm-hmm. down deep in the hole. So, yeah, I think I'm, I'm, I'm healing. I'm yes. getting there. Well, I think you have to be yourself. Yes. Mm-hmm. No matter what that self is, it has to be you. Otherwise, you're only presenting pieces. And again, I can't imagine more tension than than sitting and going, oh, I can't, I can't let him know that I collect dolls right now. Yeah. I collect a lot of dolls. Creepy dolls. And, <laughs> no, <laughs> no, but, but it's the yeah there that you're that you're editing yourself before you even get going. It's and funny I, you say that because in first comes like she collects dolls. Are you serious? And she's <laughs> a little worried to let him know that. See, oh. that's why she's an intuitive. Oh, I know. There we go. Oh, really so, like, I haven't seen the film yet. I'm planning to. But <laughs> So oh, what do you know? Funny. That's interesting. So we okay. should talk about first comes like. Yes. And, yeah. Um, so you were you you said it was from experience. Some yes. experience inspired. Mm-hmm. And yes. um, should we show a clip? Oh sure, let's show a clip. Oh, yes. Fancy. Listen, man. All those sites, I just look at all of them like they're a batting cage, right? You got all these balls flying at you just going by one after another, and some of them fly right past you. Some of them are gonna be foul balls, and sometimes you get a base hit. Think I follow the analogy? Matt, you can't just stop by like this. We said that we would call. I knew that if I called, you probably wouldn't answer. What are you doing? I really miss you, and I wanted to come over here and tell you that. Because I was scared. I can you be scared of something scary? Like Ebola, um, tsunamis, Taylor Swift. Like, I don't know. What you did is you took every one of my fears and you made them real. Thanks for the flowers. Well, I didn't know what kind you like, so I got you all of them. I mean, how much can you know about somebody when, you know, you haven't met them? She get you? Get me? Yeah, you know, you're like complicated. Talking to your wife? Uh, no, no. It's, she's just a friend. I guess. Are you not sure? No, no, she is a friend. I think. We just met a couple hours ago. Where'd you meet? Online. Well, you 
Yeah. Start somewhere. And you know I love that movie, so. <laughs> Thank you. Um, yeah, it's a it's a special film. Um, it was my first uh, feature film that I made, and uh, yeah, it was a great experience. Um, great cast and, and great crew, and yeah, we um, we've been getting a great response from it. We ended up uh, doing the self distribution route, uh, so we put it on Amazon back in August of last year. You never know what audience you're going to find um, out there. So we were, you know, interested just to see. And um, yeah, we've we've gotten a really great uh, stable, uh, stable numbers coming in, you know, it's it's getting a lot of views, and we're getting a lot of people reaching out um, through Facebook and other social media just saying how much you know, the film is uh, resonating with them. I mean, it's it's a very relatable mm-hmm. topic, actually, because it's, you know, online dating. And I feel like nowadays, you know, if someone doesn't have an experience with online dating, it's 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 rare, you know, now. But um, really, yeah, finding I, it rare. I oh. think so. I th- I mean, I feel like most people that I've encountered have, you know, either met their significant other through an online dating site, or you know, have been have been out there dating. There was um, a statistic, right? Yeah, they said now. I think it's two thirds of the people getting married in America have met met online. So oh my, it's very very high. Yeah. Um, so I, yeah, those that are must our... mean it's working though. Then that's mm-hmm. that's nice to know. I yeah, I mean, my things. brother, my, both my brother and sister met their uh partners on online. Yeah, yeah. I have so. a few cousins and friends. Yeah, I mean, and this is before the big you know app online yeah. dating app. This was a while before. Mm. Yeah, and your your movie first comes like reminds me of a modern day um, you've got mail. Oh, yeah, it's a good movie. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. It's like it's 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 a date movie. It's it's one of those comfort movies. First mm-hmm. comes like yeah, but it's like <laughs> let's just pop it in and just. <sighs> yeah, <laughs> I love it. Yeah, I mean, I was inspired too. Feel by... good movie then yeah, too. It's a feel good movie. Well. Yeah. Yes, as it well is. as informative in many ways. Yeah. It's a it's a rom com. Yeah. Um, and mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, I mean, I I also love um, Richard Linklater did the Before Sunset and Sunrise. Yes. And, that series yes. um, I, I really love. And so it was kind of inspired by that, too. I just, I love, you know, just two people uh, getting to know each other and um, sharing, you know, their similarities, differences, and falling in love. Um, so, yeah, this was kind of the modern modern version of that. Mm-hmm. So, and then that's, mm-hmm. you know, the film is basically the, the two people are never actually meet. Um, so all of their communications are, are through devices. So they're, they're texting oh, and they're Skyping yes. and they're yes. talking on the phone. And um, so, yeah, I just wanted to kind of make a little comment on, on how we are relating these days. And we, I helped a little, tiny, tiny bit help with the filming. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But you filmed that in how many days? We shot that fast in five days. Yeah, which is mm-hmm. very, very fast for a feature. But... Um, but yeah, we kept it very simple. It was, you know, two two main locations and um, small crew, and yeah. So when you know when you're not moving tons of lights and gear around, <laughs> that that helps for sure. But um, but yeah, we we got it done in five days. So yeah. And Daniel Guzman so, was race. your. Yes, Daniel Guzman. Um, My other partner, Michael mm-hmm. Lopez. Yeah, yeah. Uh, is our production company and. Yeah, so um, so it's been great just to to see the response that it's been getting and. I think, you know, as, as an artist, I always feel like, I think it was Elizabeth Gilbert said, like, is there, artists always wonder, like, is there room for my, my voice? 
um, in the world as an artist. And I think that was something, you know, that I was hopeful for with this film. Um, you know, is there a place for this story out there? And it's been, yeah, it's been really great to see the response it's been getting. So, it is. Yay. Oh, my yeah. goodness. Are you... Um, <clears throat> I'm just I'm still thinking about um how how many people are finding relationships online how do you want to talk about trust and or the level of trust to be able to um connect with someone I mean cuz it puts you in a vulnerable position I'm just, you know mm-hmm. even if you met through friends you're going to be in that vulnerable position but mm-hmm. online I think online it's it's tricky. I think it's um, again. I I I don't want to. I mean, it is kind of a numbers game. I think because I think you, with a lot of people that I think are on these sites, it's it's not so much that their intention is to find a relationship. A lot of it tends to be ego gratification, where mm. you see someone's page and their you know the description of who they are says like their Instagram link, right? So. A lot of people are on dating really? sites purely to get followers. Oh, right? on, I did not on know On other that. forms of media. So God, I'm really bad at this. <laughs> you're like, well, you're not really here just to. So I think <laughs> it's sort of sorting actually. through and, you know, again, putting your intention out there and, and being honest and vulnerable in what you're looking for. And um, Are they saying that up front? I'm really just looking for friends no, but online. I, I mean, I shouldn't. Uh, I mean, I think I, I just assume that when I just see, you know, find me on Instagram, I'm kind of like, well, okay. Uh, uh, you're guiding yeah, me yeah. there rather than, mm, hey, let's, this is what you. I'm looking for. Yes, we, yeah. um, you know, so I, I think that's just, that's just a part of it. Oh, I see. Um, and oh. I think some people, it's also just a fun thing to do, you know, where it's like, let's right. see how many people like me, you know, there's, oh, wow. I think there's a lot of um, just validation that people can find online. And so, you know, you just kind of have to, Again, sort through them all and uh, hope that you find mm. somebody looking for what you're looking for, mm. and and then uh, then meet, you know. Mm. No coffee. And have you? <laughs> it doesn't have to be just you. Maybe you've known others too. You've met someone. You have to, you know, the assumption. My assumption would be you'd want to start out casual, but have you met the person who's like, look, I don't have time. I have to get married. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, um, I think most. I, I I think a lot of women make that pretty clear um, in their in their profile, um, oh, or even in their pictures good, if they have good. children. Yeah. Um, there usually will be a picture of them with their child. I know people that have you know met people that didn't have that in their photos, and then that was something that kind of came out after mm. they met. Um, not that there's anything wrong with that, but yeah. I think True too. No, <laughs> you know, it isn't. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, again, I think um, I think it it, it varies um, from person to person, but um, yeah, that's mm. a tough one. I don't know if I'd want to put the picture of my daughter up on a dating site. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just kind of creepy. Mm-hmm. I kind of think. I, I think, think it tends to you... be younger. Oh, okay. I, I tend to see younger oh, children. Oh, really young children? Okay, because that's oh, sort of a fair, yeah. you know. Uh, yeah. I, I'd mention Good it. Good to know. Mm-hmm. Mention it, and then, then when you meet, yeah, yeah. Right. exactly. <laughs> you would show, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, but yeah, and I think it's you know it's also that that delicate thing of of when you when you ask somebody to meet, um, you know, because for me, I'm like I would rather spend less time texting and 
like let's just you know we we see that we like each other so let's you know find a time where we can meet in person and and figure it out because to me i'm like well that that saves a lot of time i don't want to spend days weeks just texting and you know um so that you know can be some some women don't want that you know right out of the gate you know they want to take that time to kind of do the background check on you and make oh, sure. Wow. I mean, that's that's a big difference, yeah. obviously, for for women and men. Do you Google um, people? Um, yes. Wow. See, I never Google people, and mm-hmm. I'm always asked, "Well, did you Google them?" I didn't even think about that. So. Yeah, I know. I do do that. <laughs> yeah. I guess it's but like again. That. It's yeah. Well, I mean, I'm it's out there, right? It's, it is. It can be. Yeah. Um, I don't. I'm curious. It might be necessary yeah. in some cases. A friend of mine, um, he's he, he's trying the dating sites, and he says it's really hard to come up with something original. To like, because I guess I, again, I'm not on there, but mm-hmm. women are like, don't just say hi, give me something. So it's like, oh, when you oh, first s- when you communicate, yeah. Mm. So they stand out. Yeah, you mean? yeah. Okay. But I mean, so I don't know. Do you can you share? Do you want to share? Like, what's your go? Do you have a go to or? Well, I guess it's 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 finding something either in the pictures or in their profile um, that I have something in common with. So I usually will will like, start with something witty, connected to something that they like or do, or um, so that we can find like a fun common commonality between us. I never. It, it's always more than just hi. I never am like. Oh, good. Hey. <laughs> hey. Yeah, or the hey with like I guess two Y's. No. Oh, really? I mean, oh, is that a thing? Yeah. Hey. Oh, mm-hmm. it sounds creepy. It's creepy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but so no, it's always a little bit more. There's a little. There's thought that goes into it. For so sure, but. I'm sure one of the common things is yoga, because you're into yoga. Yes. Big time, and she's a yoga master. Mm-hmm. Oh no, I'm not a yoga master. Oh, sorry. <laughs> yoga teacher. teacher. Yes. Okay. <laughs> but you're probably but a master. What? Uh, to <laughs> what um, why? Are you, so you're you're asking that as one of the things that people are into, and one of the common is that one of the yes. common um, one of the common things, and yes, definitely in L.A. Yeah, for sure, oh, definitely in L.A. That's yes. true. That's but true. I think L.A. and New York, it seems to be mm-hmm. that's where I'm seeing a lot for people who meditate and yeah. yoga. It's the coasts. It's mm-hmm. there. I th- I think it exists throughout the United States, but much more on the coasts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then we've had that conversation too. Of um, is yoga an exercise or is it a way of life and i think mm. a lot of people consider it more of an exercise in the western world they do mm-hmm. um yeah the i mean yoga i was mentioning um vivekananda um who came to the united states and i wish i would have looked up the year but it was um he stepped on he had been in the united states in the late 1800s but during the um, early 1900s World Fair is where he gave a speech, and it rocked the United States. They wanted to learn, everyone wanted to learn yoga. And that was kind of also in that time of um, mysticism and the golden dawn. We're talking um, just before the 1920s and going into the 20s where people were holding seances and people really wanted to understand mysticism and spirit guides and mediumship, as a matter mm-hmm. of fact, which hmm. came up on a previous show. But Vivekananda came 
And he was a yoga master. That's okay. definitely that's a yoga master who lives his life, lived his life through it. Um, but yes, there's a um, so now to this day, um, there is it's east meets west. Um, it's that yoga itself actually is a tradition that isn't just about exercise. It it always has been about being able to go within, find your center, know thyself, understand yourself, um, connect to the supreme. Depending on the yoga you're doing, it may be about connecting to a deity or to the supreme source and living your life in a way that's very holistic. Um, with that, um, the older yogas we think about, like tantric yoga, kundalini yoga, raja yoga, have exercises with them, but that's not the goal. It achieves health and balance and stretching your muscles and and healing, you know, difficulties, wounds, you know, problems mm. in the back or neck or shoulders or knees or whatever. But um, the Western world sees it more as that, an exercise. But but the ancient yogas that I was talking about, tantric and kundalini and so forth, they, by the way, they're not about sex first and <laughs> foremost. They're actually about the mantras that you use that there's a, there's a sacred, it's sacred sound. There's pranayama, which is the breath work, which balances you and opens up the nadi centers or meridian centers. Um, there are the asanas, which are the physical work. But when you do a set of some kind, when you do a yoga set, it's bringing you to center and helping you focus. And you're kind of working, you know, the mental chatter we talked about in mm -hmm. meditation. When you do yoga, a yoga set, you're quieting that mind through all of the things that I just mentioned, yeah, the movement. through the breath work, through the movement, and you're and you're also stretching your body, so your body isn't in the way of um, your mind, because sometimes it was my experience. I'm not easily flexible, so it was my experience starting out years ago um, with trying to sit there for a 15 minute meditation and feeling my foot fall asleep yeah. or a leg tense up or my back and going, I can't do this anymore. But as time went on, I am here to tell you, you can heal from almost anything you have had go on in your body. And emotional. Um, <clears throat> and your emotions, because the pranayama and the mantras and, and actually the physical, the asanas, help you connect with who you are, how you feel, how you cope. If you co if you're coping with pain, if um, you don't like something about yourself that comes up during your yoga set and so it forth, does. it does very much so. Yeah. And then what it allows you to do ultimately is to sit in meditation and sit with yourself and be at peace. And then you rise into see. I'm, and I always enjoy talking about that consciousness, whether it's your higher self or connection with higher guidance. But you're sitting well in your body and you're sitting well with yourself and you're just at peace. Mm -hmm. And when you can find that, you can make your way through anything in life. So there's basically the philosophy that comes from yoga. And it's not, but, but do you have to do it absolutely every day? Do you have to live that lifestyle? 
people in yoga would say, yes, it becomes a lifestyle, I think. But if you take it more casually, <laughs> that's good, too. Whatever you do, I think, for yourself mm -hmm. be good. But anyway, your perspective on a practice, I mean, what from... you found... Yeah, for me, it's it's sort of a I sort of have an on again, off again um, relationship with with yoga and, and with meditation. Um, I guess I started in my mid twenties. I, I uh, when I moved out to L.A., I started going to uh, Agape um, oh, out oh, here. Yes. So that yeah. they they have a meditation um, before their Wednesday night service. Um, so that was kind of my my intro. I mean, I obviously was aware of meditation, but that was my first time actually doing it um, mm -hmm. for an extended period of time, and um, loved that. And and my girlfriend at the time was was doing a lot of yoga as well. So yeah, I mean, I, that sort of was my introduction to it. And I, I as I said, I sort of come and go with it just based on traveling and work. And mm. um, I find it's usually, uh, you know, my financial situation, you know, because taking, taking, actually taking classes somewhere can be, can be, you know, uh, quite expensive, depending on where you go. So, you know, if I, if I don't have that extra money to spend, then I'll kind of, you know, take a few months off or, yeah. mm -hmm. um, and then come back to it. But I guess it's always, it, I'm always doing stuff at home, um, just in terms of like a morning stretching uh -huh. routine. Right. Yes. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and, and meditation, I, again, I did it, you know, I was committed to it for about six months last year. And, um, again, I, I absolutely see the benefit well when I do it, um, on a regular basis. So again, it's just, it's making it a part of my day every day, um, that is still my, my work that I need to do. But, but have you found it, it, it's an, it's extensive if, even if you don't meditate for a while, do you still find the benefits are there? Yes, definitely, yes. definitely. Yeah, even in the too. even in the little things, I just noticed recently because I meditated the past few days, hmm. and just my mood in the car because I can go. <laughs> you know, the road rage is is just <laughs> right under the surface. You know, living in LA, I'm sure many people relate to that. But I know when I meditate, like I'm I'm so chill in the car. Yes. You know, like I'm not driving as fast and I'm just kind of like, it's okay. Everybody's passing me. I'm, I, I'm good. I'm going to get where I'm going. You know, oh, they needed to cut me I'll off there. It. They had to get in, you know, so little things like that. I do see, I do see the instant um, benefit to that. So, yeah. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's good to know. That's true. Yeah, yeah. I'm definitely not beyond <laughs> road rage. That can happen, but... But you're right, when I'm really on with it, I, you know, it, I also even feel it, it helps your response, yes. your physical response. If someone cuts you off, yes. and it, it's, I don't, it was interesting to me years ago when I quit jumping when I heard a sound. I was one of those people oh. and, uh, mm. you know, something would go boom, something goes boom now and I'm like, okay, I want to know what that is, but I'm not going, <gasps> you know, kind of worried about it. But so that is true in the car. And even if I think, hey, you're cutting me off over there, <laughs> um, I'll, I can stop immediately and just go, okay, well, deal right. with it. I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm actually amazed now at the people that feel they need to catch up with you and let you know personally. <laughs> that 
yeah. that you have upset them. Um, so much energy. So much yeah. energy. Yeah. Wasted. Yeah. Wasted. That's true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I was thinking, since this is our first in-studio guest. Yes. If you would like to draw. Oh, turn. I would love to. Oh, yes. yes. Do okay. I need to do anything with the deck? Um, and this is Kuan Yin, by the way. No, you don't. I'm Hello, actually going to give one one more shuffle to it. And I will cut the cards. And then just lift and whatever card, think that whatever card mm-hmm. you lift and then whatever card is laying on top is your card. All right. Wonderful. Oh, oh, are you ready for more cards? <laughs> You're leaving the deck open. Okay. Oh, just one. Okay. Um, eight of Pentacles. You know, considering what you do for a living, that probably makes a lot of sense. So this is someone who's working on their craft, and it's very deeply meaningful to them. They're getting, it's showing so many, um, they're getting better and better at what they do. But the eight also stands for, come. oh, I should have held that up. Thank you very much. Okay, the, the eight stands for completion or you're prepared to finish a project. Um, pay attention to the details, I would say. Are you toward the end of a project that mm-hmm. you've been working on? That's mm-hmm. I don't. I did not know that. I do have a sense of that. Mm-hmm. Um, it feels like... You're being, you're definitely being kind of flagged to pay attention to the final, the the details. I feel like you've got a list of details that you need to um, correct or apply to to some work that you're doing, and that um, um, the, your your life is about being the artist right now. Um, it's funny, I feel like it's something about you is being drawn into this card. Hmm. Um, give yourself um, time. Boy, talk about yoga. I feel like I feel to say from this card, it's about to giving yourself time to be the artist that you are uh, and be in that lifestyle and um, do whatever stimulates your craft and then get in. Get, go back and do the work of your craft. So taking mm-hmm. time to be who you want to be, mm-hmm. um, whether it's taking, it could be reading a book or taking classes or going to other films, um, but being in the, it's embodying, there we go, it's embodying your craft, and that's what's going to propel you right now to where you want to go with this project. That's so cool. <laughs> so right on. Good. Because I, I literally just finished, I finished a script um, that I've been working on for a little bit. And and so now these past uh, week and a half, uh, anytime I finish a project, I tend to just go out into the world and like I read a yes. lot more. I go to see a lot of movies. I listen to a lot of music and it's kind of my time and to... be with it, yeah. Yeah, so that's where I've been. That's so... So you it's it. <laughs> well, she's, she's good like that. She really is. <laughs> so you drew the card. Yeah, I have a tendency to think. Um, both all all of the cards have light and shadow aspects to them, but I could feel this for you. You're you're not going against 
your nature. You are going with the flow of what you need to do is what it's saying. And to give your, I don't know why I only have one thing that says some, for some reason, in some ways you feel like you shouldn't, you, you shouldn't have the permission to just do what you need to do. (laughs) Keep, I just get, I'm getting, just keep rising, keep going Mm. into who you are as an artist, as well as the project itself. That's great. I love that. Excellent. So, is there anything else you wanted to ask him about um, his work, or? Well, I know Noel has a lot of projects coming up, um, including uh, Secret Office that's yeah. going to go on Amazon soon. Yes, yep. it's on Amazon. Right yes, now. that's right. Mm-hmm. Yes, and um, so I have two things to watch. Then. <laughs> yes, that was yeah. our uh, web series on um, the Secret Service. Yes, it's a political comedy, short form series. Yeah. Oh, so there's five episodes. They're like six minutes long each. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, the Secret Service dealing with uh, the current administration. <laughs> Which we're not going to make a comment on <laughs> no, how we no, feel about there's it. There's really no need. I was a little <laughs> worried because Noel wrote that before the elections were over, and it was just a what if. You know, this is funny, and oh. I was like, oh, this is hilarious. This is never going to happen. Okay. I would say you're intuitive as well. (laughs) And then every time he wrote something, it happened. Yeah, that was weird. Yeah. I know. Mm, I can just foresee political Mm -hmm, horror. mm. (laughs) (laughs) No. (laughs) I don't know if that's a gift or not. And so everyone, we invite you to meditate more, (laughs) do more yoga. Okay, so... Uh, I do. I just want to say I do think if Donald Trump is, is listening, I think if he went to a yoga or a meditation class, it could do wonders. It could nice. do wonders. Maybe not, is. but mm-hmm. we could see some benefits. We as could. As he we, didn't we call are. it the fake yoga. Or, <laughs> <laughs> so, Ms. But it could. <laughs> Mr. Orput, do you have anything um, else you want to add? But it's going, You have a lot going on. But um, where can people reach you? Uh, you can find me at my website, which is noeldouglasorput.com. Um, and my, yeah, my email is on there. And uh, all, the, all the updates on what's going on. So, yeah, come check it out. Yay. Thank you for having me. This was so much fun. Thank you. Our pleasure. And then now, um, one of the things that you said you liked about our show is our meditations. Yes. Or Ananda's <laughs> meditations. So she has one special for love. For love, yes. <laughs> I Perfect. like the way you say that. Love. love. <laughs> um, so this isn't a meditation on dating particularly. This is actually about loving yourself and giving space for yourself because anyone else you're going to love it's first going to start with you and your ability to open to that love so if you are not driving you can close your eyes (laughs) and you can sit and relax take a deep breath in and breathe out Remember that meditation is a time for yourself, a space to have love and intimacy within yourself. Just be in this present moment and continue. Take another deep breath in and breathe out again and relax. Breathe normally. The word love is one of the sweetest words in our language. 
Say it to yourself quietly just a few times. Love. 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 Listen to the resonance of it. Think about what it means to you. Where do you feel it in your body when you say love? Remember a specific time when you felt love, both being loved and loving someone, or just feeling it within yourself. Were you walking in nature, at the beach, on a hike, were you listening to music? Were you being held by someone you loved? Or were you with a pet or a gathering of friends? You might have had the feeling all is right with the world. And as you sense this state of love, let the feeling flood into any dark or stagnating places within your mind, your being, your memories. Love will be like a light that shines for you through those difficult times. Let love within you take care of everything you feel ashamed of, anything you feel guilty about. Let it wash away all of your fear, your anger, any resentment. Just soak it up. Feel it permeating through and through. You can feel it resonating from your heart and your belly into every secret place. You are both the lover and the beloved. Tune into your heart and radiate love out from where you are to the world around you. Doing this takes no love away from you, but allows it to flow more fully back to you. This is the power of love. And anytime you have the time, simply be with your own ability to love and sense all that it brings to you. Every moment of love you've ever experienced still exists in your being, resonating now like a vibration in your cells. This is more than an image, more than a memory. Love actually is a living state of mind and being that grows stronger with your consciousness. Blessings to you who are love. And that's everyone. Mm, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So before we go, Miss Inanna, you have a couple of workshops coming up and a big one in July. Actually, yes. Um, you, as always, you can look on my website, inanamoon.com. But on February 16th, um, I have a workshop with my friend Francine Ong. Um, we're doing an evening of channeling messages from higher guidance. Um, that's from 7 to 9 p.m., and it's at Golden Soul. 
And oh, again, nice. you can you can either look on Golden Soul G O L D E N S O L dot org, and please um, so please look on you can look on Golden Soul's website as well. That's G O L D E N S O L dot org, and um, yes, I have an event coming up in Lilydale which we'll also talk a little more on at another time. But Lilydale is the oldest community and also has classes on mediumship. And it's in upstate New York. Um, I'm teaching a class on the chakras and intuitive development on July 3rd of this year. I'm very excited. I might have to go. Cool. Mm, good. Very good. But we'll talk about it a little more later on. Yay. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, you can find me at laughinghouseproductions.com and artistriseupla.com. And I want to thank David Shostak again for letting us use his music at the beginning and at the end. And I want to thank you for joining us in Cruising Enlightened Shadow. Thank you. Thank you. And um, this is Anana Moon. Yes. And oh. I'm Sheila Kitchen-Marie. And I just want to remind everybody that love is everywhere, especially for this show. <laughs> Our lives touch everyone and everything. So please go forth in love. <laughs>